Gilmartin here. The locked on road to the NHL trade deadline continues. The Toronto Maple Leafs acquired defenseman Jake McCabe, forward Sam Lafferty, and two conditional fifth round picks, one in 2024 and one in 2025, from the Blackhawks for a first round pick in 2025, a second round pick in 2026, forward Joey Anderson and forward Pavel Gogolev. With us is David Marsuti of Locked On Leafs. And David, your thoughts about the acquisition of Jake McCabe? Yeah, it was uh, it, I mean, obviously just another surprising deal for Kyle Dubas. We weren't expecting something to happen so quickly, right? It wasn't really any indication that a deal was forthcoming. But, you know, it's funny because everyone's looking at this trade right now and saying Leafs are going all in on this year. But funny enough, unlike the O'Reilly and Achari trade, Jake McCabe still has three more years left on it, including this year. So he'll have two more years left on his deal for uh, the future. And Sam Lafferty also has another year on his deal. So in a way, this kind of it's kind of a now deal, but still kind of keeps the Leafs, you know, in a good position because they're not investing in a bunch of free agents right now. Where do you see McCabe fitting in on the blue line in Toronto? That's an interesting question. You know, he's a left shot, but he does play the right side, and that's where the Leafs have the biggest need right now is a defender on the right side. So my my initial thinking here is he probably might go on that second pairing with Mark Giordano, or he might they might even end up having a play on the left side at some point. I think Sheldon Keefe doesn't necessarily always keep his defenseman in the same spot all the time. He likes to move guys around a little bit here but my initial thought here is that you either going to have him on the right side on the second pairing with mark giordano or you're going to have him play with morgan riley but what this also does is this now means that Rasmus sandy and timothy Lilgren aren't going to be needed to play above their weight right now and even jake mccabe when he was in chicago probably miscasted a little bit wasn't playing with very good players i want to see now how does he play with much better capable defensive partners yeah, it should be interesting to see how he responds. How about Lafferty? Where do you think he fits into the Maple Leafs lineup? Uh, I mean, this is just a, it's similar to Achari where he can play the wing or at center. I'm thinking maybe he might go on that third line. He's He's got a little bit of scoring touch to him, and that bottom six definitely needs it. That you know, It's funny because on the podcast, Mike and uh, DeSef and I were talking about what exactly Leafs need. He said, well, they need a blue liner for sure, and they could use some help in the bottom six, and Kyle Dubas just just did both of that in one trade. Lafferty's got 10 goals this year. That's pretty good for a guy who plays mostly bottom six minutes. Do you think there's another move between now and the deadline Friday afternoon? Uh, I, I mean, the Leafs just don't have a lot of cap space right now. I mean, it's funny enough because when you when you look at their the assets they've given up, they didn't really give up the assets you would expect. Right, they technically still have their first round pick for next year. They have their third round pick this year. They pretty much have avoided going to. They went all in without going all all in. They still have some assets look to be done. I don't foresee there being much more. Kyle Dubas could do what I could see. There is a bit of a logjam right now in terms of the cap because the Leafs are using LTIR right now with Matt Murray out. Once Matt Murray is available to come back, they got to make the room to bring him back. So I do think another trade could happen where somebody is going to be moved off the team 
Um, not sure who exactly that could be. They got a bit of a log gem up front, so maybe it could be a Ford. Maybe an Alexander Kerfoot could get moved. He's somebody that has been playing on the fourth line and isn't being paid to play on the fourth line. So I'm wondering if there is a deal like that to free up some cap space to bring Matt Murray back once he's activated off LTIR. Your thoughts, I mean, it seems like so many teams in the East are going all in and there's like an arms race where all these teams in advance of the trade deadline are adding players for the playoff push. What are your thoughts about all that? I mean, it's it's tough because so many, like, I mean, Tampa Bay just made their big move to get Tanner Janot. You saw the Boston Bruins get Dmitry Arlov. Those are the teams you're competing right up against. So I, I wouldn't say that this is a, a situation where the Leafs are reacting too much to what's happening with the teams that they're going up against. I really do think this is just they realized they had these needs well before the other trades were made, and they finally were able to pull the trigger on them. You know, yeah, you have to kind of keep in mind that of who you're going to be playing in the playoffs and a lot of teams in the East seem to be doing that right now. I mean, it's it's been a wild few days for all those in the East, but I think the Leafs have done a really good job to not overreact to them and pay exorbitantly high prices for players that I don't think went for as high as I expected. Leafs still kept their top prospect in Matthew Nyes. They still have their first round pick in 2024. Like This is some pretty tidy you know, tidy moves for Kyle Dubas, considering what we've been seeing other teams pay for certain players. Well, it's going to be uh, an interesting stretch drive and be sure to check out Locked On Leafs for more on the Maple Leafs latest editions and keep it dialed in to Locked On NHL all along the road to the NHL trade deadline. This is the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.